0: Hey there, it's Kelly from Zinimi. Before we get started on today's episode, I want to invite you to one of our greatest trainings ever. It's how to build and grow a profitable solo or group practice sustainably. All you got to do is check it out at zinnime.com podcast. All right, on to our episode.
1: Hey. hey,
2: everybody, welcome. We are so excited to be talking today about what is working in private practice in 2019, who here wants to know what actually works and what people are doing to build successful practices, individual practices and new practices and group practices and super niche practices and practices that make them excited and passionate that connect in with who they are as a human?
0: <laughs> Yay! Yay! Yay!
2: Lots of me, me, me,
0: For those of you who don't know us, I'm Kelly. And this is my partner. I'm pointing because screen it looks like Miranda Palmer. And we're joined today by an amazing panel. We can only have four people on screen. So we're going to be bringing them up, rotating through.
2: (laughs) Yeah, we're going to be navigating. This is our first time using Crowdcast for this in particular. And we did not realize it had this particular limitation. That was a great thing to figure out right in this moment. So exciting. So um, we're actually going to be, um, introducing each of the people. Marca um, Cassidy is going to be going, um, first, um, sharing her story. Um, you see the amazing Lauren Hahn hanging hey, out on the screen or what have you. Um, and she's going to hang out with us. Um, she's going to go right after Marca, Um, and then you'll be meeting the rest of our amazing panel. Um, and we won't spend too much time introducing them all before they get on because we want you to hear from them and their story. Yes?
0: Yes. Yes.
2: So, uh, Mark, uh, I'm bringing Marka on screen. Okay. And um, Kelly, do you want to say any uh, little words about Marka before she pops on?
0: So I have known Mark for years, and it feels like years. And I've known when she, her when, when they were working. Working in nonprofit, I think, and Mark is also an artist um, and has an amazing background. I call them the unicorn <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> because of just all that they bring. When um, you'll 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 hear soon about Marco, but uh, Marco did boot camp last year, and when Marco was doing boot camp. Marco was moving, literally, in a moving truck across the country. So, um, oops, she's having some technical stuff. So we'll bring her back on in a second, and we will go ahead and do Lauren. Lauren, you want to get started? <laughs> yeah, Okay. I do. So, tell me you're in, so Lauren, uh, tell me a little bit about your practice, where you're located, and then I'll move on to the next questions.
1: Okay, so my practice is called Mindful Living Cam- Counseling Services, and I'm located in Orlando, Florida. Um, I, my specialty is anxiety and trauma and relationship issues. Um,
0: All right, well, cool.
1: Yeah. <laughs> when did you do boot camp?
0: When was your first Last time? Year. Yeah. Last, Last year. year. So what did your mm-hmm. practice look like before boot camp?
1: So I just started my practice actually in September, so it's almost been a year and a half so I had not had years um, yet under my belt of trying to sort out this private practice thing, which is a good thing because um, I immediately um, once I started in private practice, uh, I felt like I was scrambling. I was I knew I didn't know much about running a business, so I was researching and reading and listening to podcasts and listening to and webinars and all of that. And so I was scrambling with the information about private practice. I was saying yes to all the clients that would reach out to me. My rate was anywhere from thirty dollars up to whatever my actual rate was at the time. So and I was seeing clients from morning until night on various days. I mean everything was just pretty much all over the place. Whatever you could take whatever I could take whatever I could do what information I could take in yes just whatever
0: <laughs> yes
1: yeah it, it was it was frantic and what does it look like now well um so I I, I I kind of i kind of think in analogies and so um and metaphors I guess but now do you ever mm. like wake up and the day just flows like you wake up you feel good you got a good night's sleep you get a good breakfast, there is no traffic, there is no, the kid listens and the kid eats, you get a workout in and all of that kind of stuff. That is kind of what I feel like my practice does now. It just flows. Like I wake up, I know what day I see clients, I know what day I do um, blog posts, I know what day I go out and meet with people, if I choose to do that. Um, and so now it feels like everything is just put together nicely. And, um, and now, and also, which is, this is nice. I know what my rate is (laughs) and I asked for my rate and my practice is almost full. Full for me is 18. And right now I have two available spots in the week and, um, yeah, it just, it, it feels great. It feels good. What
0: do you think is like the most transformational piece about boot camp
1: that helped you in your
0: practice?
1: Um goodness there's so much. Um it's hard to narrow it down, but I mean based off what I'm I'm explaining now is just the structure. I needed I needed the structure. I needed um I needed one source of information and one place to get that information cuz cuz it was just too confusing and chaotic to get have so many sources of information um so and it, just knowing like what i'm supposed to be doing when i'm supposed to be doing it um has been awesome knowing asking for my rate mm-hmm. um, having the confidence to ask for my rate oh another big one my my ideal client knowing who that is like that i did not know who my ideal client was and so i think there's a saying if you talk to everyone you speak to talk no, one. no one, uh huh And so I, um, I know who my client is and now my clients are finding me. Um, my, my, my website speaks to my ideal client. Um, people are not confused when they go there. (laughs) They know who I can help. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, every, just like I said, it flows, It, it flows. And, um, for all those wonderful reasons. And how has that impacted
2: the clinical work?
1: Oh, gosh. Um, so because I am a worker bee and I, you know, do so much research and all of this. And I was before just researching across like all different kinds of client issues. Now I'm focused. So now all my research is focused. All my consultations that I seek are focused. Um, my blog writing is focused. Everything is focused. So once I identified my ideal client, everything um got real clear and focused and, 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 um, succinct. And so, um, so yeah, so that, um, now I, that helped. Very (laughs) cool. Awesome.
2: And what, you know, one of the things that's so interesting is people are trying to figure out like what's the like private practice feels like it's always changing and marketing feels like it's always changing and you're someone who's brand new to private practice. So, you haven't been doing this for years or what have you. What was the biggest lesson that you learned about what really, like what was really, what really needed to be in place in order to launch a business now in the current market? Like what was the most important lesson you learned?
1: Well, I mean, I really do believe, um, I mean, I guess what, what's the ideal client? I mean, knowing who that person is so that everything else just kind of falls in place around that, like the mm-hmm. business, the marketing, mm-hmm. my, cl- my clinical skills um, and all of that, um, I think would be what the biggest thing that I learned. Um, and also that, you know, I'm going to try some things and they're not going to work, and, but I'm tracking everything so that I can, you know, now I've been doing this, well for a year now I've been tracking everything so I know what's working so far and I know the things I ditch and they don't, you know, I don't do those anymore. I don't waste my time doing those things anymore. Um, so yeah, the tracking. And then also kind of just, mm-hmm. I'm not <laughs> it's like having to just let go and trying some things and going with the flow and knowing mm-hmm. that like one of the big things that changed too was the way keyword research. I mean that, that changed while I've been in boot camp. And so I also mm-hmm. know that not to get too attached to one way of doing things, <laughs> yes. it's always changing. Yes. Um, and so being okay with that, you know, and being able to go with the flow a little bit there.
0: Awesome.
2: Awesome. I love it. Um, and what's one piece of advice that you get to the 112 people <laughs> that are um, <laughs> listening right now with bated breath? Um, about you know, if they're looking for shift or change, especially for those who are launching from scratch, what would be your one piece of advice?
1: Just do it. Don't spin your wheels trying to recreate the wheel here. It's already done. It's all in boot camp. It's all structured. You don't. You can just go get the information and implement it, and that's it. It's beautiful. Aww. It's easy. <laughs> thank you.
2: Thank you. Thank you. All right, Lauren's going to be around for questions at the end guys, and I'm going to be pulling in Marka. This is going to go so fast, which is so much fun. Um hopefully her stuff works this time. And um let's see. Dun, dun, dun. Come
0: on, Marka.
2: It says it's accepted
3: in Connecticut. Yeah.
0: Hi. Marka. Hi, Marka. You
3: tell I didn't want to go first.
0: <laughs> hey, tell people your name, your practice, and where you're located.
3: I'm Marka Cassidy. I'm Cassidy Counseling located in Portland, Oregon. How long um, have you
0: been in Portland?
3: I've been in Portland since last April. Not long. Um, let's see. It's asking me to do things here. Can you hear me and see me yeah, and all you're that? Good.
0: Okay. You're good. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Um, um, uh, yeah. Yeah. I was. In, I moved in Portland um, last the April. The first boot camp I was doing. <laughs> I made a decision in the middle of boot camp with my significant other to um, move from Baltimore to Portland. Not. Not. Yeah. They're so close by. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> And that had to do with licensing, some licensing stuff and some career changes that my partner was going through. Um, So and then I in October at boot camp number two for me, I went live with my website literally on a support call, a group call on a Friday. And um, when my fabulous coaches are like, just do it. <laughs> <laughs> you unicorn and I am a unicorn. I've accepted that I'm a unicorn and um part of that is what helps me in my clinical practice is accepting my well, unique voice. Yeah.
0: Explain why I say that you're a unicorn. Explain <laughs> all those components well, of Yeah,
3: I suppose um well gosh, there's so many components of that. I I was a nurse for many years working in trauma. Mm-hmm. I um I'm native. I'm, from, I'm Osage from the Osage Nation of Oklahoma, and I identify as two spirit. Thus, the pronouns. They, them, she, her are, are. I'm 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 in a coming out process around being out in the world with those pronouns, having grown up in circumstances, a two spirit person on a native reservation in the middle of the Bible Belt. Um, <laughs> And coming out in that and going through some trauma around that and then trying to prove my worth in the world by becoming a nurse, an emergency room nurse, which was great, a great career for me. But I found through all that career that more working with people on an emotional level, on a psychological level was more I was at in that career. And so it was it was the next step for me to to become a therapist and um, heal a lot of my own trauma Um, through EMDR and um, also through plant spirit medicine with my tribe. Uh, It's a tradition in my tribe to um, be in Native American church with peyote. And so and then I also branched out of there and was working with ayahuasca. And that is a world that is was very separate from my clinical world. But now I'm part of the multidisciplinary association of psychedelic studies, which is showing that we have some really great um, Research showing that for people with PTSD resistant um, treatment-resistant PTSD that we're getting some good results of that. So this is all; uh, these worlds are now blending. Um,
0: this is why um, it blows my mind. I'm like every time Mark posts, I'm like. <laughs> Whoa. Yes. So unique mm -hmm. in boot camp. I love all of your stories. It's amazing. And also (laughs) one of my
3: niches is polyamory and um, Mm -hmm. um navigating that. It's 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 you know in the mainstream now. It's um I think polyamory was one of the most Googled words of 2017. And so how to um cross out of just that secure attachment world and trauma focused world with secure attachment in couples. And to filter that into the polyamory world has been a, a challenge that myself and a lot of my colleagues um, have been navigating yes. also adds to the unicorn status. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: know. So, I mean, when you, you and I emailed a lot prior to Eugene bootcamp and a lot of it was just yep. timing. You were an in internship. I mean, it was just a lot of different things. So there was, was no burnt out. You I mean, were very burnt, burnt out. out. You're yeah, right. I was, I was, I was, I was, yeah. Yes. And I feel like practice was your way out of the burnout. Like it was the last hope of making this license thing, not so miserable having worked in so many tough places. Right.
3: Yeah. I was doing crisis counseling for in, in Oakland, um, unpaid. Yes. I love my clients, but I was unpaid. And then I was working at Native American health center of San Francisco and Um, yeah, uh, in my pre licensure, the most a client ever paid me was $5. And usually, they would forget to bring that, you know, or didn't didn't come up with it that week, you know, and so Mm -hmm. learning how to come back in after, after being really burnt out by the work, and going through some really painful life transitions, you know, around burnout, Mm -hmm. and all that, you know, pre licensure brought to my life that, I learned a lot, but also it was just really, really intense work. Um, Coming back in to being in private practice was really scary for me. I'd gone through a divorce at the end of my uh, pre-licensure internship. So in entering into private practice, I had a really strong emotional component that was um, really hard for me um, to come back to work. So I took a long break and coming back to work was, was intense. So boot camp. Um, just holding my hands, being there with people on the on the on the, um, on the Facebook page on uh-huh. the private yeah, like between boot camps also my battle buddies and supporters just cheering me on and always answering questions I have as I entered back into work on a private practice level while also negotiating fee with people, which was something that was brand new for me.
0: So what does your practice look like now? You opened it in yeah. October, so yeah.
3: I'm 15 weeks
0: in 15 weeks and I
3: have, um, 16 clients and, but some of those are couples. So really I, I average about 10 sessions a week right now. Um, and they're all, the thing that's so cool is that they're all like perfect matches for me. Like from, I feel like people read the website and, um, it's all from, it's all from website. It's all from what I built in, in bootcamp. Um, and that i went live with and it's you know with those niches and that was also i my clients were my youngest client pre-licensure was three and the oldest one was 100 right and they were all races all populations across everything so niching was really weird you know for me and made me feel like i was going to miss out on something and not at all what it does is bring me clients that are a really good match for me and so heading back into work and feeling it out it's just been Like I'm every day. I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm, I'm all right. I'm doing this work again. (laughs) And there's there's, it's just, it's in fact uplifting me,
0: you know, and giving me purpose and,
3: and sustainability as well.
0: So what would you say is the most transformational piece for you in building your practice?
3: Yeah. I think just that, um, unique voicing piece for me to be really clear about, um, to to be clear, uniquely who I am and coming out with that and just expressing it, um, being really authentic with who I am, as well as um, in in that clinical therapeutic kind of way, you know that we do in our about me page, but then on the home pages and niche pages to get really clearly focused on speaking right to the client. Um, yes, and that's just bringing people who are a really ideal match, and then also being clear that if somebody to to, to, um, refer, I mean, you know, from the beginning and it's just so that my unique voice is coming through. And then that's leading me not only to have great matches as, um, for the clients who come in from that content on my website, but also it's teaching me and allowing me to be my expressive self as I'm networking, which is what's led to like maps, bringing me on as an advisory council person for the organization. And. I just, I and then I'm making links out in in my in my um, community here as I'm networking and just being truly true to my unique self. Hearing you all call me a unicorn and go, yes, <laughs> <laughs> yes, I get to be that, you know. And so, yeah. And I know I have this unique background, but I feel like other clinicians I'm talking to, they everybody everybody does. No, experience. everybody does.
0: But I feel like this last round of boot camp marka you like stepped in it fully and it was really cool to see um, from the first boot camp to the second boot camp and i think that i agree with you i love this is why i love all of you guys on the panel all of your stories are so you guys are all so unique and i believe that about every therapist if they can really tap into that story and what i saw you do this round was really embrace it and it was beautiful, Marka. And to then hear, like, okay, got a practice going, that's very, I'm just <laughs> congratulations. It's exciting.
3: So, yes, thank you. Thank you, coaches. <laughs> I, mean, I was doing like lots of free
0: webinars way before boot camp
3: and doing all the free stuff and like just building myself up. And, and it's just so great to come in
2: and do two boot camps and then now be here on the success panel. Yes. Yes.
0: totally awesome
2: well and I think it's so interesting too like sometimes people have like the timeline right like okay by March and there you were in the second round right in the second working session with your website still not showing up and me going press the button like right now like this is ridiculous but at the same time now that was just a few months ago and here you are yeah right in the space of like you had done all of the work before that to really set the foundation, and it shows how quickly things can shift when you allow yourself to be seen yeah. out in the world. So, yes. awesome. awesome. Okay,
0: I know we're already like yeah, time is Do We want like, to bring so Yolanda quickly. up.
2: We do. So I'm going to kick Marka off Let's on this part, there, guys,
0: because we'll have questions for you after. If if yeah. you can, if you got to go, Marka, I get in. <clears throat>
2: And then we're bringing Yolanda on. Um, her, she needs to try it on a uh, Chrome. Um, Yolanda, her um, browser is incompatible. Um, I'm going to bring on Tabitha in the interim. Hey, Tabitha. Wait a second. There she is. Almost there. Hi. Hello. <laughs> so exciting. So what uh, what did your practice look like um, before you started making changes? What was where did you start in your practice? Or No, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm getting out of. I K- Kelly, okay.
4: I'm going
0: I'm, to let Kelly tell <laughs> everybody where head. your practice is located, the name of your practice and um, yeah, your specialization.
4: So I'm Tabitha and my practice is located in Wake Forest, North Carolina. And um, just for ease of reference, like look at Raleigh and go northeast. And that's kind of where I'm at or northwest or I don't know, but it's a little bit north of Raleigh. So I'm not too far away from there. Um. I, my practice is the journey in the process and I specialize in trauma, particularly domestic abuse and the church and helping people kind of have a different experience and work with churches and things like that. And also, um, you know, just if it's the deep end of the pond, that's kind of where we hang out in my practice.
0: So when you joined boot camp, tell me where you were at with your practice.
4: Oh golly, I had just started it. I had been doing my practice for a little bit, but I had I started in um 2017 with Ooh. the April round of boot camp there and I was working four jobs. So my last career um, and then two other part-time kind of contract gigs and then my practice. Um, And I didn't realize that my practice was actually almost full-time. And so I was feeling like crazy and I knew that I needed to drop some, well, mainly the full-time previous career job. And I was terrified because I've never owned a business. I've never done any of that. I feel like I'm a pretty decent counselor, but I didn't know what I didn't know. And so boot camp kind of came along right at the right time to help me figure all of that out. I was stressed out. I was working six days a week, um, seeing people for whatever they'd pay me for, just about um, doing all of these things.
1: <laughs> and,
4: and, and I'm a single parent. So I was trying- Yes, to you are. And, and I was like, man, dude, like I'm gonna need therapy for my therapy practice. Like this isn't working. <laughs> um, and but what was, is it like now? it is full. I am at capacity. Um, I have been for a little while and bootcamp actually helped me figure out what capacity was because otherwise I was like, I don't know, I'll see everybody. Um, and I am referring out and I'm going to turn the computer. She's going to hate me for it. But my intern is sitting over there listening <laughs> to the call as well. Um, so my intern has some clients and it's just been amazing. And I have time I think that's the biggest thing that's different is I have time. Um, I don't work six days a week anymore, I work four days a week. And I can do really fun, completely ridiculous things in my like, actual free time.
5: Like what?
4: Like, you know, I had a three-day weekend, so I thought, I'm going to drive to Georgia and hang out on the Appalachian Trail with people I've never met, and I'm going to let people I don't know stay in a cabin with me, I'm going to feed them and help them with their through hike between Georgia and Maine this weekend and I could not have been happier (laughs) (laughs) and And it was amazing
0: (laughs) what do you think was the biggest transformational piece that helped you let go of all those jobs reduce and discover a life for yourself especially as a single mom who's running this like Christian practice and what was the biggest piece for you
4: I think the biggest piece for me was having a structure um, and I think, I can't remember who else said that, but I think maybe we've all said that, that having that structure and knowing like, this is what I need to be able to pay my bills and not live in a box. I mean, if I'm going to be homeless, it's going to be intentional because I'm on a trail, you know, not because <laughs> I didn't pay my bills and my took it. <laughs> um, so it's, it's been that, that feeling of, okay, I do know I am a good businesswoman. I think, I can't remember how many times I was told that I actually am not is numbers impaired as I thought I was, um, and that it was just I needed to understand things I didn't understand before. And the more I understand, the better it becomes. And you know, and now I feel confident and solid in, in what I'm doing, and the people that in my niche, my the people that work well with me. And it's always fun because my website is definitely my biggest marketing tool, and people always tell me, you know your website spoke to me, you like, get me, you know me, you understand me. I felt safe with you before I even met you. Mm. And for people, especially in domestic abuse, like that's a huge thing. We need to feel safe. I have goosebumps.
2: <laughs> i remember crying. Yeah. Like, Cause I know how long it took yeah. for a tap. Like her, like, I'm a good businesswoman. Like that, like, I know where things were and like in that space and just like feeling it. And like, look at the chat blowing up right now. Like, This part, I think that's something like really highlighting from like being overworked and doing all the things out of like fear and panic and not being sure to not just putting it in place, but having work-life balance and what that's done even for like your son and Mm -hmm. like, I mean, like being able to be there more as a mom and also feel like I can still take care of us financially, Mm -hmm. like all of the things and, you know, giving him this whole different way. Like, oh my gosh. Mm
4: Yeah. And, and being able to take it on the road a little bit, right? Like, and, you know, using the skills that I have to hang out with hikers and encourage them and, you know, and being able to be like, yeah, you know, we don't have to be back till Monday night because I don't have to work. Like, when I was in my previous career, like, I was always like, oh, my God, I can't take a day off. I can't do anything. And now I'm like, man, like, what are we going to do next? What's our next adventure?
0: I love that. Hey, it's Kelly. Are you enjoying today's episode? There is so much more to starting your private practice. That's why we created Business School for Therapists. It's our lifetime access business building program created especially for you and all the future stages of practice that you are going to go through. If you're ready to join a community that supports you, that to have access to a massive library of private practice trainings covering everything from creating your vision, to setting your fee, to getting you legally covered, and more, this is for you. Simply go to bit.ly slash therapistbusinessschool to get started. Thank you.
2: Awesome. Any um, advice to anyone who's on the fence about um, uh, enrolling in boot camp and whether that structure might be helpful?
4: Get off the fence, jump in the pool. The water is amazing. (laughs) It is so much fun. Like I've met the most amazing, incredible people um, through boot camp and we've had so much fun you know, and sharing our struggles and sharing, you know, the the successes together. It's it's not just the resources, although those are beyond top notch, I will have you guys to know. And I love organization and a good document. I'm a little geeky that way. Um, and there are lots of beautifully organized good documents here that make my soul happy. Um, but the people that are in boot camp are incredible. And they're incredible therapists. And I can't tell you how many times that you know, because of somebody I met in boot camp, I've been like, hey, you know, somebody's like, oh, I need to find somebody in like Kenosha, Wisconsin. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, I think I know somebody, you know, and like, I can refer people. And, you know, it's just, it's been a great, wonderful experience to just get to know all these amazing professionals who are passionate in the same way that I'm passionate, even if our niches are different. Um, you know, so if you're on the fence, throw yourself into the puddle. Let's all do this together. You're going to have so much fun. Oh, it's going to change thank your life. You.
2: All right. Getting rid of Tabitha, bringing on Yolanda again. It's a crazy thing that we can only have the three people at a time. There we go. Um, Kelly, I was getting some um, feedback that like that it still felt so small with the Zoom mm. um, that people weren't there. So, is it all right if I pull the Zoom now? Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: Bobby was saying there's so many extra things to do. I don't know how. I think maybe Yolanda can speak to this as she's grown into a group practice as well. Hey, Yolanda. Hey, guys. Thanks for being here. Yeah, thank you for having me. I'm so excited. Show your name, your practice location, what kind of practice you have. Yeah. What you specialize in.
6: My name is Yolanda Harper. um, And my husband, Shaman, and I run a group practice in the Tampa Bay area. And we focus primarily on um, trauma, anxiety, and uh, relationships, how that, how trauma impacts relationships in the family. So
0: how long have you yeah. been in boot camp?
6: Oh my gosh. So here's the thing. I was doing the timeline. Um, I had been in boot camp since 2017. Okay. And I was one of those that had listened to like all of the podcasts. Um, mm-hmm. and I was like, okay, I was in a space that was free rent. Free rent is never free, by the way. Um, there's always something <laughs> attached to mm-hmm. it. Uh-huh. Um, and I, I had had a couple of student interns and I was like, wow, I'm really feeling like maybe I'd bring in one person. Maybe I just have long someone... Have you been in practice at that point? <laughs> um, so I started Harper. We started Harper therapy in 2015. Okay. Um, so just kind of skating along. I mean, I was happy in my one little, you know, room in this, in this place. And then, you know, then life happened and dreams happened. And I was like, ah, maybe maybe we add one person just one person um so i had i was like well i better figure this whole business side of things out i feel pretty solid with the clinical part but if i'm going to like be responsible for other people um i should probably figure the business part out and listen to all the podcasts and registered for um a live event and i was like well this boot camp thing seems like it'll be a good placeholder for you know january when this event was in august um and little did I know that the boot camp was the thing. <laughs> so um yeah, yeah, so that's how I got involved in boot camp in um the spring of 2017.
0: And what's your practice like now?
6: Um we have 3 clinicians um Uh, a client care coordinator and someone else who is helping with some administrative stuff to answering the phone. Cash
0: pay practice, right? Yeah.
6: So that's the thing. So I went from this little uh, corner space um, um, and then I had to leave. They kicked me out. So then I had to find um, a a place to rent and really freaked out because that was the first time in my practice history, I was going to have to pay rent. I was still on insurance panels at the time and um, freaked out about the thought of coming off. But the panels kept decreasing reimbursement. And I was like, "We can't, we can't do this. Like, this is not going to work." Um. So yeah, cash pay three clinicians, um, and and then myself as well. Um. Yeah, that's where we are now.
0: What do you think was the biggest piece in your transformation that you got from boot camp? Oh my gosh, um. I
6: always say that boot camp is like an MBA for your practice, and my husband is working on his MBA. He (laughs) he would confirm that. Like the amount of of like juicy information, um, it's all there: all policies, all procedures, uh, the way the business impacts um, the clinical, and the clinical impacts business. All of those pieces are in there. You just have to you just have to put the process into place. Like trust the process. That has been my biggest. like I looked at Kayla at one point and I was like, if people really understood, like just do this thing. like it's all mapped out. It's all right here, not that it not that it's easy. It's still work, <laughs> but I mean, like the whole thing is right there. Um so just the wealth of um information and the heart behind you guys that in this community um is just phenomenal and totally would not be in this space um if it weren't for boot camp if it weren't for you guys um the support of the community and the other amazing clinicians um I I I there are moments that I have to like pinch myself and say like whose life am I? Like I, I ask myself that regularly, like whose life am I living right now? Because I have hobbies. It's improved my relationship with my husband, even though we're working together and you would think it would be the opposite. <laughs> um, yeah,
0: like um, there's more to You used not know what a hobby was. And I you're get, like, we, you and Tabby. Tabby's hiking and you're paddle boarding. <laughs> I know, and Tabby and I need to, we, we need to
6: connect with Tabby and go hiking. But yeah, um, paddle boarding, I took up playing the violin. I'm trying, I'm practicing reading fiction. I'm that's a struggle still, but (laughs) (laughs) there's, there's life outside of the business and the business is like the, the foundation of the business in place is in place that I can step back from it and say, Hey, I'm going with my kids to Europe. You know, we're going to take a trip Mm -hmm. together and create memories and the business is still going to be here. It's, functional without me kind of being right on top of it all the time.
0: So what advice do you have for someone who's got that practice? It's nice and kind of, it's moving Mm -hmm. along, but they feel like there's something bigger out there.
6: Yeah. I, there's like this journey of entrepreneurship is like the biggest growth process um, for me. And again, there are so many things that I do with my life now that I don't recognize myself from the person that I was before. Like this journey has allowed me to um, get clear, uh, even more clear about who Mm -hmm. I am, um, my value, both clinically and in business and outside of that and um like my power i think mm-hmm. that that has been a big part of this whole process like yeah awesome and i know that and ironically enough practicing uh, putting the business stuff into place allows me to recognize like the possibilities
0: yes okay thank you for sharing i yeah. love it I, I know yes, there's going to be some questions for you. Someone already posted a question about Toby, which you do animal oh, yeah. assisted stuff. So I'll let you answer yeah. that. But we'll go on to Joanne and then we'll bring you guys in as people have questions. Oh, Joanne. Bye. <laughs> <sorry. laughs> Good
5: to be Thanks here. Thanks for hanging
0: in there with us. Thank yeah. you for. Thank you. Why don't you introduce yourself, your practice,
5: your location, and
0: what you specialize in?
5: Yeah, so my name is Joanne Kim, and uh, my practice is called All of Me Counseling, um, all of like the little fruit. Um, and I'm in. Fruit! fruit. It grows <laughs> on trees. It makes, I don't know. I that. Awesome. <laughs> um, and I'm located in San Jose um, in the middle of the Silicon Valley. Um, so a lot of people who um, move from out of state. Work in the tech industries, um, so a lot of people who are looking for therapists online. And um, my main area of focus is around relationship trauma, um, specifically emotional abuse and neglect. And I use two main tools um, the Enneagram, which is a personality framework, and um, brain spotting, um, which is a trauma um, treatment modality. Um, it's kind of like having the Enneagram be like um, like when you're getting a massage, you go to the masseuse and they just kind of know. They're able to scan through your body and notes where the knots are, where mm-hmm. the pain points, where the stuck points um, are. And brain spotting then allows me to really kind of massage through those knots mm. um, to be able to resolve whatever a charge is kind of stored in people's bodies and in their emotions. So
0: that's a freaking beautiful description of what you do. Now I'm like, I want to go. <laughs> <laughs> that was my first thought. Who here wants to be like her client
1: now? Yes. Like, so um, a lot so of the weird. work that I do
5: is around um, being attuned to clients, which I've heard from um, another therapist, consultant, um, blog writer person, um, Marissa Lawton, um, that therapists can make the best marketers because they really intimately know their clients, their lives, their internal world that they wouldn't show to other people. Um, And so um, that coupled with actually um, the material that I learned through the free boot camp, I mean, the free webinars that you um, put up gave me the framework with which to identify my ideal clients to then bring back into bootcamp content. Um, yeah,
0: It's kind of a, I remember when you first did bootcamp, you were pre-licensed. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. And you said, I've already done all your free stuff. So I feel like I should go ahead and do the bootcamp, even though I've done my practice on the free stuff from what I remember. <laughs>
2: Yeah, that you were like, I'm really like mostly full and I've already grown just on the free stuff. I can't imagine what would happen if I actually
5: like enrolled. Yeah.
2: So what happened when you actually like enrolled? What, what was type? it? like
5: um i think the main thing was that boot camp provided like a library where it gave me permission to not have to know all this information and keep it all in my head um whereas for i mean before i was just listening to all these podcasts and reading all these blogs and it was just way too much information um but enrolling into boot camp and knowing that there are these eight modules that are set aside i was like okay i'm a pre-license therapist Half of these things don't apply to me right now, so I don't have to deal with them. I can just focus my attention on things that are relevant to where I am um, so that I can um, just really focus. And I can come back later to attend to some of the other topics. Um, and so um, it's been it's been pretty wild. And now you're licensed. And now I'm licensed. Actually, the reason why – I think a big reason why I am licensed now, um, I'm actually – I got my license um, December this past year, mm-hmm. um, yes. so I've opened my own business. Um, it's been almost exactly two months since I've been open. I've opened that part up, mm-hmm. um, and the reason why I was able to finish my license by then was because I was able to utilize bootcamp um, material. To really focus in on um, what I, the clients that I needed back then were couples, because I didn't want to work with kids or with families, <laughs> and I needed to finish my five hundred hours. So, yeah, it was very helpful. Uh, so,
0: what do you think was the biggest piece for you in the transformation that you took from boot camp? <laughs>
5: um, so, I kind of got a chance to revisit um, the boot camp manifesto. Ah which it, it kills me, um, there's this, um, what do you call it? There's this document that um, you provide for all of us um, once we get into boot camp, And there are two lines, um, one in the beginning and one at the end of the manifesto. Um, I'm gonna start with the last one first. Um, it reads, I speak my truth and hold to my uniqueness and brilliance. I do not compete, I stand out. And I'm a person who wrestles Mm -hmm. with a lot of shame. Um, I compare myself with others and find myself on the bottom. Um, And uh, I wrestle with feeling like it's not okay for me to be me because if I stand out, then something terrible is going to happen. And so reading that really helped um, encourage me to stand out as I am. Mm -hmm. I don't have to try to be somebody I'm not. Um, and I want for others around me to also feel the same way that I want everyone else to be who they are in their uniqueness. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the second, uh, line, uh, which is at the very beginning is, um, I do not hide my help. I Ooh. am here to be of service mm-hmm. and I stand for justice. Um, so coupled with me working through a lot of my shame stuff, um, this past year, um, I'm currently trying to work out uh the the mission i guess um that it's ac- i cannot at the point knowing who my ideal clients are i cannot afford to not be found by them um i need mm. to be i need to make myself um uh Findable. Um, I need to build the bridge between my ideal clients who are out there doing Google searches um, so that they can um, experience relief and um, connection and get to know themselves and love themselves um, much more readily. So uh, all of that um, comes back around in me doing my practice building like I really got to do my work um, so that I can connect with those whom I love. So, -hmm. details again. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
2: Oh my gosh. That's amazing. Amazing, amazing. Um, What advice do you have for people that are out there um, who felt like you did? Um, who are trying to figure out whether bootcamp could be helpful or like what to do, <laughs> you know, they're, they're soaking up all this information yeah. and
5: they're trying to figure out what the next step is. What's your advice? for them? Um, That your fears are okay to have. Um, one of the main things that I do mm-hmm. with my clients is um, translating our emotions that each emotion, especially negative emotions convey a need, a legitimate human need that has not yet been fully met. Um, And so it's okay for us to have fear. Um, The challenge is to translate what those say about what we're needing in the moment. So these can be connection, comfort, relief, change, information, concrete steps, whatnot. Um, So the uh, main advice would be to face the fear and befriend it because it can be a very valuable thing um, in moving us to connect with those outside of ourselves. Um, I am um, a therapist who does a lot of attachment work. um, And one of the main um, principles that I found really valuable um, is kind of like the dual principle of um, having a safe haven and a secure base. So safe haven meaning it's okay for you to feel tension, pain, and fear, but to draw back to a person or group of people that you know can really hold you and comfort you and for um, those people to also be the secure base who would launch you out and to do scary things and you know shoot as far as you can knowing that you can always come back Mm -hmm. Um, and I think um, for me personally um, I have a colleague of mine who's sitting right here I don't know if she's okay to she's right here (laughs) (laughs) She's actually. Um, her name is Melinda, and she's joined boot camp with me last year, and it's been really wild to be able to do. That. Um, I don't know if I would have been able to do all the things I have if it weren't.
0: Hey, her. Melinda,
5: <laughs> say hello.
0: Hi. <laughs> hello. Hey, camera ready. <laughs> <Yeah>.
5: <laughs> she didn't know I was going to do that. yes. Yeah.
0: But that's the thing. Oh, I think a oh, lot of people, like, they, they have friendships within boot camp and they get support and you don't have to do this alone. Yeah. I think that's the, the overwhelm is when you're alone in your head mm-hmm. without those concrete mm-hmm. steps, without, like you're saying, that secure attachment, then it isn't, isn't fun. So, yeah. yeah, I love that. Thank you for sharing, Joanne. That's yeah. just oh. beautiful. I'm so excited for what's to come for each of you guys. Yes. So for those of you who've been here, you can go ahead and start posting questions for the panelists. Yeah, if you guys can start with, if you
2: have specific questions for Lauren or Joanne, since we have them on the screen um, and they can answer, um, feel free to do that. Um, Any advice regarding renting a space? What did you guys learn about space rentals from boot camp, guys?
0: (laughs) Yolanda may want to add because she had to move in the middle. I don't know. Oh, Lauren, yeah. do
5: you have anything, Joanne? I've I've been at one location um, the entire time, so I probably won't be able to speak much to that. Um, mm-hmm, cool.
1: Yeah, i What about you, Miss Lauren? I was renting this place before boot camp. Although I've rented several offices within this place, but it was already kind of set up before, so I didn't focus in on that part.
0: I'll bring you. I'll bring. We'll bring Yolanda on to answer that in a minute, Joanne. Where can? Where did you learn about Enneagram?
1: um
5: so two main resources um one is a set of podcasts um one called the road back to you another called typology um and a book called the complete enneagram um by beatrice chestnut typology
0: has a great podcast Mm -hmm. as well Mm -hmm. so check that out so i'll type that in awesome
5: Awesome. Thank you. Lauren, what kind
0: of boundaries do you set for days off, and how do you communicate with incoming clients and emails? Like, What are uh, your boundaries? <laughs> My
1: <laughs> clinical schedule is Tuesday 1 to 4, Wednesday 9 to 5, and Thursday 9 to 5. And if, and right now I only have a Tuesday at 1 o'clock, I think, or something. I don't know, and a Wednesday at 1, and if that doesn't work, it just doesn't work. So you um, don't work evenings, weekends no. So well, how does that work when people call you? I just let them know that this is my, et- well, we have a script. So <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, I follow the script. And, and, and through that, at some point, we talk about um, availability. And if it just, it doesn't work, it doesn't work. I have a family, a very, we're, I'm busy. I've got to play with my two-year-old. And so um, if I, you know, I have that, those, those, that's my family time and this is my work time and that leaves for a nice balance. So I need that. It's
0: awesome. <laughs> I love it. Do you want to bring Yolanda and Marca on now? Um, yes,
2: maybe- I'm going to, I'm sorry. It's so weird that we have to I like know, kick people it's off weird. at the we same time. Sorry guys. <laughs> we feel so uncomfortable.
0: And then maybe Marka um, could also add a, Oh, actually, uh, is already oh, she had to go. so Yolanda and Tabitha, okay, Tabitha um, can totally answer this. So um, I know Yolanda can answer about regarding uh, renting a space, what kind of money and support to get the location and all of that. What do you think, Yolanda, with renting a space <laughs> since you've moved? Yolanda, can you hear me? No, she can't i'm I'm gonna call that a no okay.
2: um I would say and and one of the questions that was asked earlier was, if you market to one thing in particular, will it keep other people connected so for example, if you market to polyamory, can't hear you. could it possibly keep mon- keep monogamous people from doing that um and uh it was
6: working fine then- before.
2: <laughs> <laughs> We
6: can hear but, you. <laughs> um, would it be helpful for me to talk about office space?
0: Yes. Go ahead.
4: <laughs> okay. Oh,
6: genius.
0: I know. Okay.
6: <laughs> um, so for me, it was a process of really getting clear on um, the numbers and what I could afford and what that looked like as far as um, sessions. Um, I think that uh, as a lot of us as clinicians, we don't do the um, we're not as numbers focused. Um, and so uh, that will we kind of drive things on um, emotion, which isn't um, accurate. Um, so run your numbers, find a good realtor. Um, yeah. Find a space for me. It was finding a space that fit with uh, the work that I do. So it was really important to find um, something that was um Set um, back a little bit. There's a lot of green space, a lot of water, uh, space for me to take the dogs out.
0: Nice. And Tabitha, you want to talk a little bit about niche and your process to finding? Yeah, it's your a niche?
6: commercial realtor. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Tabitha, can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Okay. You want to add about your own discovery of niche and what that was like?
4: Yeah, absolutely. I was scared to be more specific in who I serve best because I thought, man, nobody's going to come like, you know, I'm going to end up homeless. Uh, That was a big fear is being homeless. (laughs) Um, But I, you know, uh, the more I the more I looked at who my ideal client was and what my ideal day looked like the more I kept settling in on this and the more I kept kind of putting myself into that space and really, you know, ended up connecting me with an organization that um, that serves abuse victims in the church. And that was what kind of, you know, literally launched it off and, and I was getting calls like crazy. And, you know, people were like, yes, we need what you have. Like, we need you, you get it, you understand us. And, And that's not all I see. I mean, it's 90% of what I see, I'd say. But, you know, other people who feel anxious or who want their faith to be part of counseling or who even don't want their faith to be part of counseling but still think I'm the best, you know, I get to see all kinds of different people um, not just my, my one main marketing niche, right? And that's really exciting and wonderful. So I think the fear is that it will limit you, but it really doesn't limit you. It actually frees you. And having that freedom, um, A allows me to do what I do best and B allows me space to see the people that are my people. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and that's the most important thing, because there are I did the population stuff once and there are forget how many hundreds of thousands of people divided by the number of therapists in the area. And literally, if we assume that 10 percent of people have trauma and that's what I see, then we need to see a thousand clients or more per week to meet that need. So it's not really like I'm going to be homeless. No.
0: (laughs) And I think too, like you brought up something, you said my ideal life, like what you really want in your life and who you really want to serve. And so people are posting some questions that I find are interesting. Like, do I have a waiting list? Should I go ahead and start seeing people in their home and all this? And I think it, it's not about what you should do. It's about what really aligns with your life and who you want to serve. If we make those decisions out of scarcity, like I'm not going to have an office, so I'm going to do the lowest, cheapest way of starting my practice, maybe not the best. But if that's really what your population, the people you want to work with desire, and really is your wheelhouse, and you know how to do that well, then maybe it is a good fit. And I love how you said, like, niche comes from also a place of my own Need and desire for my own life. And I think that that's really something to always think about, even in terms of like niche and where to niche and all of that. Mm -hmm. And if you guys are inspired by the stories, there's a button that you can click to schedule your interview because our kickoff calls start next month and we have interviews open. And we'd love to talk to you about how Bootcamp can help you because if you can't tell, there's a lot of different types of practices out there and a lot of amazing amazing therapist to meet and know. I'm just so impressed by you guys.
2: (laughs) (laughs) And I think that place of like that idea of like, well, it's like the chicken or the egg. A lot of people are trying to figure out how do I put all this money together to start a practice so that I can then invest in having a practice. And the reality is it doesn't take a lot to start uh, the kind of practice. It does take some stuff. It does take some investment. Time and money for sure, but it's not like starting other types of businesses that take 10, 20, 50000 Like, it's a pretty small amount of money to get started and get moving, and it's really needed. There are so many people I love to have with this number, even divided by all the therapists. There's a thousand people who need me every week that I can't possibly um, support. People really need you, and. What we've found with the people that do enroll in boot camp, they figure it out and they find a way that makes sense for their unique situation. Like Joanne, she went through the process of digging into and implementing everything in our free stuff. So she was already having her in, her income impacted. We had people who somebody sold a piano um, that they never mm-hmm. used, which I thought of, and like they went look for stuff around the house and went, "This is not useful to me anymore." This would be useful, and then use that to go their practice. Like it's just a everyone's situation is really different, and that place of getting to a spot where you can feel really good and confident um, about your finances and money while you're helping people is a really powerful. Holly says so. it's
0: the cost to one graduate class for <laughs> perspective. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Well, and how many of you have considered, should I go get a certification and will that make me um, have a private practice? Let me go spend a thousand hours in a, in a certification. Oh, bye, Tabitha. Thank you um, to do that. Like, I, I bet everybody here has thought, I wonder if I should do that and invest in that. But again, we often don't do that in particular um, for what we're doing. So it's so interesting. Um, how that happens, how we put different rules in place, you know?
0: All right, you guys. Thank you, everyone, for being here on the panel. Sorry, it was a little funky moving everyone around. Yolanda's still hanging in with us, and I so appreciate that. We open boot camp once a year. We won't be opening it up until next year again, so now's the time to do it if you're going to do it. Um, Joanne, thank you, Yolanda, thank you. Thank you thank Lauren you. and Tabby and Marka, um, all of you are so inspirational. And even if you don't do boot camp, my hope is that you are encouraged by these stories, that you understand that there is room at the table for you. No matter your background, no matter your focus, no matter your desire, you deserve a place here. The world needs the kind of healing you offer. And we want to just make that place at the table easier for you so that you feel confident to show up and to serve those who need the kind of help that you offer. And we would love to talk to you about how bootcamp helps. This is so awkward for me sometimes just unabashedly say like sign up for boot camp. That's all this is about. But if anything, we would love to talk to you. So just schedule your boot camp interview. We have slots open and, um, And I just appreciate all of you. You guys, this is why I I do what I do. And I know this is why Miranda does what she does. These people matter to us. And what you do matters to us. And so we're just so proud of each and every one of you. And grateful for those of you that chose to take an hour out of your time to be here. And just to learn. And I hope you're walking away inspired. All right?
2: much love to all of you. Hi, everybody. So much, Looking guys. forward to speaking with some of you. Click, the button. Uh, <laughs> Click the, button. The, the button. Click the button.
0: Schedule your
2: boot camp in a new schedule. <laughs> Kelly's a singer. She should be singing.
5: Kelly? Oh, no, I don't
2: think so. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, okay. Someone just said this. This is like the stuff that happens. I just spent a quarter of the cost on boot camp by mistake on Fastback. <laughs> Facebook not understanding how to keep track of Facebook ads budget. With no conversion and no good lessons to show for it. This is an amazing investment. I can't yes. wait. No I can't ahead. tell you how many times we've heard stories like that of people putting their money in all these different places, you know, buying really great, really great websites with no understanding of what they were actually purchasing mm-hmm. and then going, I've got a great website, but no one can see it and it doesn't speak to my ideal client and it's got no views and I still got no clients but I spent $5,000 on a really pretty website, now what? <laughs> you know? And like there's so many ways that you can invest in this process and we wanna show you how to do it in a way that makes sense for your unique situation, for your unique budget um, because again, ultimately we just, we want you guys out there in the world. Like who here believes that our world is hurting And it truly, truly needs deep change. It truly needs psychotherapy. It truly needs like transformational work. We all have done so much. Like I know how much work that I have done on myself and how much I've gained through therapy. And I know how much work I have to do. I know how much shift and change. I know how that's impacted my relationships um, and it impacts all the people that I touch. And I know how me continuing to grow and change will impact even more people. Like, it's just like our world freaking needs it right now, guys, like they need you. So anyways, looking forward to chatting with you guys.
0: Love you all, bye. I hope you loved today's episode. If you're a therapist who's tired of those long hours, low pay and constantly battling burnout, Don't forget our free video training designed just for you on how to build and grow a sustainable, profitable solo or group practice. Head over to zinimi.com slash podcast to check it out today. Until next time.